Hello there, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called Signal Your Intention. If you've listened to any Stew on This episodes before, you hopefully think of me as someone who leans toward the positive. Someone with an overriding intention to feel and hold the ugliness and insanity that can show up in the world and in myself, while still choosing to focus more on what is good and beautiful and true and eternal. Hopefully you think of me that way, because that's how I think of myself. But that doesn't mean I ignore the suffering in the world or in myself. And it certainly doesn't mean that I never get irritated or triggered by circumstances or events. I most definitely do. And some of the things that can set me off are among the bigger issues facing humanity, but others aren't the least bit earth-shaking. In comparison, one could call them quite puny. Oh yeah, especially when my resilience gas tank is low and my bullschmutz threshold is down around my socks, I can easily sweat the small stuff. I can sometimes rattle off a fairly long list of insignificant things that can irritate me tremendously. Interestingly, many of them involve driving. For instance, and this just might be my biggest pet peeve, where have all the blinkers gone? (laughs) If you don't know what blinkers are, it's an American term for turn signals, or what I believe they call indicators in parts of the world. Here, anyway, they seem to have become obsolete. Hey, I'm pretty sure that all cars still come equipped with them, and they're not very hard to operate. They they even turn themselves off. And yet the only time I see people around here using them is when they're already in the middle of a turn or waiting in a turn lane. Hey, I already know what they're planning to do at that point. (laughs) The blinkers are supposed to signal an intention. And that comes in really handy for me to know, uh, you know, like what you guys are planning to do next with your two-ton machine that's moving at very fast speeds. (laughs) Because I, for one, have not mastered mind reading. (laughs) Well, there's my rant. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) And when this irritates me, as always, once I calm down and settle a little more in my heart, invariably the thought comes... Just like me. Hmm, just like me. Well, I do use my blinkers religiously, (coughs) even when no one's around to see them. But where in my life am I not signaling my intention? (coughs) Excuse me. And for me, that means, am I crystal clear on my overriding intention for life? And am I putting that out into the universe in a congruent way with my thoughts and my words and my feelings and my actions. Hmm. Just to be clear, I'm not talking about goals and plans here, most of which I believe create more tension than intention. I'm talking about an intention such as to live our highest vision for ourselves or to show up in life according to our heart's desire and according to our deepest values. I'm talking about an intention, or perhaps I'm talking about a vision. 
that gets us out of bed in the morning, ready to embrace life and ready to serve and ready to become the change we wish to see in the world? Are we holding and signaling that kind of intention? Well, as I tend to do, I looked up the word intend, and it originally meant to direct one's attention to. Literally, it means to stretch toward. To stretch toward. So, do we have a huge, clear vision that we're always stretching toward? That meaning of the word intend turns out to be a a happy coincidence, as directing our attention was the topic of last week's episode. If you remember... I talked about the choice we have in each moment to steer our ca- the caravan of our attention either toward our heart or toward our head, toward creating or reacting, toward the oasis or to the desert. Well, today we can add another valuable question to ask ourselves in any moment. Am I directing more attention to the in or to the tension? In other words, am I stretching toward what lies within me, especially the oasis in my heart, or toward the tension that comes from the outside? Hmm. And the word intend itself brings up another good one. Intend. Am I tending to the in? Am I caring for it? Am I nurturing it? Folks, We certainly don't want to ignore the tension we feel or stuff it down, especially if that's what we tend to do with it. The tension can be a powerful reminder that we might want to pay more attention to the in and to tend to it. But in the meantime, let's keep stretching toward the in, toward our heart, toward the oasis, toward the island of peace in our soul. And if we need additional motivation to do that, let's remember that that is precisely where we'll find the better angels of our nature, where we'll find our core values, our ability to love, and our biggest, most beautiful, overriding intention. I don't know about you, but when I head out into my day or into my life without being crystal clear on that kind of intention... It's kind of like going to the supermarket and realizing that I've forgotten my shopping list. <laughs> I, I generally do the best I can, but invariably, I come home without some of the things I needed, and I come home with a bunch of stuff I didn't need. <laughs> Hopefully you get that metaphor. And as long as you and I tend to stretch more toward the drama and the tension of the outside world and of our superficial minds, we'll keep playing victim to whatever life throws at us. And we'll keep flying around in our consciousness consciousness, like leaves in a hurricane. But when we do remember our shopping list and we head out into our life with a clear and big intention, it helps us to see more of our experiences and more of our moments as opportunities to live that intention and to express it. After all, as I've mentioned many times before, we tend to see what we're looking for. Chiropractic friends, are you clear on your intention 
for the folks you serve every single time you serve them? Are you signaling that intention with every single aspect of your practice, every part of your clinic, every bit of your policies and procedures and communication? That would be good. The developer of chiropractic, B.J. Palmer, asked us who can anchor to an unanchored mind. When we stretch toward the in and we anchor ourselves to it, we can't help but signal our love and our truest selves. And we automatically inspire our patients and other people we encounter to do the same. We're able to stay more present and more connected with everyone we serve and everyone we encounter. And we can hold the highest vision of possibility for them until they're able to grasp it for themselves. So let's get clear on our big overriding intention and signal it to the world boldly. Let's broadcast the most authentic, heart-centered version of ourselves. Let's keep stretching inward toward our heart. And let's watch both our lives and the world change. And, by all means, let's use those blinkers, please. <laughs> yeah. Stew on that. And I'll see you next week.